Today we're gonna dig into a powerful source for recruiting that most companies are completely overlooking. It's, it's social media, but not in the way that most people think about using social media with this more powerful spin and, and really a flywheel that will help you drive success out of this channel. Look, when it comes to recruiting on social media, uh, most people have the wrong idea. Now, clearly there are ways to use social media for recruiting, and normally the ones that, that actually work have to do with using, say, LinkedIn to do outbound outreach uh, for professional level jobs. And, and that is definitely a strategy that is well-worn and well-documented. But when it comes to most other jobs, entry level, uh, new manager type or lower level management jobs, etc. most of those job seekers simply aren't on LinkedIn and not active in those places. And so most companies then jump over to where their target audience actually is hanging out, which is normally Facebook. The mistake that they make is thinking that they need to build a following or that they even could build a big enough, active enough following of their company recruiting Facebook page that it would make a difference. The truth is followings are important. Groups of fans combined together following a, a certain topic, but they already actually exist. You don't need to go out and create your own, not just because it will take a long time, but also because it most likely won't even work. One of the core misconceptions about, say, Facebook, Facebook is a great example, is the idea that a job seeker would follow a potential employer for access to their openings and job listings. Now, this might work for those targeting college kids who are actively in college and coming out, but most active employees who are currently working for your competitors certainly don't want to be seen following a direct competitor's hiring page with their Facebook profile. And even if you could build up a huge following, it then becomes this huge content headache. In order to build and maintain a successful group on Facebook, it's not just about building the group and getting people to be members of it. You also have to actively post, which means creating content beyond just simply throwing your jobs in there. But there is a better way. Look, social media sites, especially Facebook, and to a lesser extent, LinkedIn, have a ton of users. And it's not just that almost everybody you know or could ever want to know is on Facebook, but they also frequently use those sites for all different types of things. Part of what makes Facebook as a great example um, powerful is the ability to disrupt somebody, to, to change the subject matter in their mind and direct them to something different that they might be interested in without offending them the same way that email and most definitely texting does. The fact is, and the really cool part, is that Facebook is already littered with existing groups of fans around different subject lines. 
specifically when it comes to hiring. If you go to Facebook and you go to the search bar and you type in your city or county um, as well as the state and append in or add in the word hiring, help wanted or jobs and make sure that the search is just focused on groups, you will find most likely hundreds of groups of people around different subjects when it comes to hiring. You could also try doing the same thing only using your industry. Now, one of the core things if you want to use Facebook groups uh, to recruit is that this isn't simply a post and pray structure like the way most uh, companies focus on job boards. And, and this is part of all of our power sourcing techniques is that when you step into the world of some of these more powerful sources, one of the reasons that most companies don't think that they uh, will work is that they're so reactive and to be honest, a bit passive with how they engage in these sources. They just simply assume having them or using them or saying that they check the box on them is, is enough to drive the end result, to drive lots of applicants into their pipeline. But the fact of the matter is each of these sources that we're going to talk about today, digging into uh, fans and followers in Facebook groups, has kind of an entrance fee. And that entrance fee is effort, consistent effort over time, consistent creative effort over time. While Facebook groups generally don't cost any money to post to, they do require your time and attention and specifically creative effort if you want to maximize your results. What this means is that we need a flywheel. A flywheel in business is a, a process that we follow that continually loops where we're able to add, once it's set up and we get it spinning, it creates momentum. And we're able to drive that momentum to make the flywheel spin faster and faster. And the way that we do that is by doing one of two things. Number one, adding fuel, right? Pushing the flywheel harder by doing something that drives uh, engagement and excitement and that, or removing or reducing friction, right? Making there be less drag on the spinning of the flywheel, which generally means making something easier. So as we walk through the setup of the social media group flywheel, just keep in mind, once you get it set up and you understand what it is and you get it to start spinning, that's not enough. That's not the end. It's honestly just the beginning. What comes after that is consistently taking action over time to either add fuel, drive engagement, or remove or reduce friction, make it easier. And, and every time that you do one of those things, it will spin the flywheel faster and faster. The second thing to keep in mind is it's not just about adding fuel or reducing friction. You need to do it all the way around the flywheel. You need to keep the wheel round. When you get a wheel that's no longer round, it starts to wobble and that's not very good. And you do this once again by paying attention. So the flywheel, paying attention to each of the different parts. So the flywheel for uh, Facebook group or LinkedIn group recruiting is really straightforward. It's kind of five main steps. Number one is identify going out and finding groups. And I'm not suggesting this is a one-time activity. It's probably a consistent activity that you're constantly looking for uh, bigger and better and more engaged groups to be able to post your jobs in. And once again, whether those are focused on location or whether they're focused on type of job 
or whether they're focused on industry. Once you've identified groups and, and joined them, the next step is to listen, right? Get inside of that group and start listening to the things that people are posting, what kinds of questions they're asking, and the overall kind of back and forth conversation going on among members of the group. Third is where you start to engage. And the best way to think about this is adding value. This isn't about throwing your job in there. It's actually taking your expert knowledge in the hiring world or in your industry and adding value by answering questions or engaging in some of the conversation that's going on in there to just generally show up and and provide value to the job seekers in the group. Next up is sharing and posting. And this is, is really um, requires a little bit leveling up of your content. Clearly, we want to make sure that we're posting a link to an awesome job that's on our career site. But you also want to make sure that you have a great, I call it a conversation starter. It's kind of the elevator pitch that you put in there that drives people to make them want to click on your job link and go learn more. And, and this is very, very important. It's about focusing on the job seeker, providing them with, again, the elevator pitch from our job ad piece. You could use a similar structure for a conversation starter. Um, once again, not about you, about the job seeker who is in this group. And the final part is answering questions about the jobs you do post in there. Um, the one difference, and it's a huge both blessing and a curse of posting a job inside of a Facebook group, is that people are going to comment and ask you questions. Clearly the curse of that is it's going to take additional effort that posting on a job board like Indeed doesn't take. But on the flip side, there's a huge blessing because inside of all of those questions you're being asked, um, is insight into what job seekers are thinking when they read your ad, what kind of questions are coming up, and it gives you the opportunity to go back into that ad and adjust it so that you have those questions answered up front proactively. Not only will this help you with these Facebook groups, but it also will help you with this same job when you're pushing it out to Indeed or ZipRecruiter, where all of this time you've been kind of um, deaf and, and unable to see the transparency of what people are thinking when they're reading the ad. And so it will allow you to continually dial in your ad to do a better and better job at answering the questions job seekers have in their mind that stops them from applying. So once we've got this flywheel in place, we just simply go around to each part um, and continually drive it forward. The first part is identify. You go in and you run searches in the search box in Facebook and LinkedIn. Those are our two primary social networks and especially those that have groups. And once again, you're looking for groups uh, that are around your location, that are um, subject around the type of job and that are subject around your industry. And generally you're just adding the word jobs, help wanted or hiring to the keyword that you're searching for and making sure that you click on the groups uh, button to filter all the results to the group, right? I'm generally looking for the quantity of people who are members in the group and, and ranking or prioritizing which groups I wanna be a member of and engage in based off of that. Keep in mind, it's not just those members that will end up seeing your ad. Those members, many of them are fairly active and will share your job with people they know or tag people they know in the ad itself. And so just keep that in mind that it's not just purely the quantity that matters. But again, start from the top to the bottom 
focus on those with the most number of members. Click join, join the group um, so that you can be a part of it. Make a list on a spreadsheet or somewhere like that so you know which groups you're a member of based on location or industry. You can also look for some of the trade associations in your industry. Some of them may have created groups and not all the groups that you're going to post to are always jobs and employment group. We have clients that have done really well posting their jobs inside of community groups and yard sale groups um, and those types of, of areas, right? So that's the first step, identifying. The second step um, is to actually listen, get into those groups and start listening for the types of things that job seekers are posting. What are they looking for? What are they asking about? Those phrases and keywords are going to give you amazing insight into the mind of your potential job seeker and also the keywords that they use when referring to the job. Next up is engage, answer those questions. When, when job seekers are asking questions in the group, looking for advice, looking for places that are hiring, don't just answer with your link to your job, although you could do that. Also just answer by adding value and answering the question, right? This is going to level up your reputation in the group as somebody who's there to help everybody out and do the right thing. Next up is sharing and posting your job, and this is why I said very, very important that elevator pitch, that paragraph, don't just say, hey, we're hiring, right? Give them a, a little bit of insight into what makes you different, into why this job would be an upgrade, into who you're looking for, and some specifics on the job. Part-time, full-time shift, pay if you want. Again, this really is the uh, another spin or another version of the top intro paragraph or two. Um, from the job ad writing um, tools that we have. We'll put a link to the job ad writing uh, template and, and in this, the description or in the email that you just read so you can follow that link to see a quick um, and dirty template for how to come up with conversation starters. Now, the last part is answering and like I said, don't take offense if anybody asks something negative. Don't even uh, get lit up or, or animated when they overlook something that's already in the ad. Just answer the question. Just assume that for every one person who asks a question, there are hundreds of people with the same question that simply aren't bothering or aren't comfortable asking. And so that is kind of the steps as we go around the flywheel. The last part is direct messaging. You can directly message people who are asking you questions and people who are um, who are asking questions in the group. You can even have, if you're really, really desperate for talent, tell people in the conversation starter to DM you and directly engage with you if they might find the job interesting or have any questions. Again, your level of time available to engage with these people probably is dependent on how desperate your company is for this type of talent and how available you are to be able to engage with these individuals. And clearly having one-on-one -on -one conversations is the highest level of engagement and the least scalable way to go about doing it. Now, once again, once you've got that in place and you're doing it, you just keep doing it consistently over time. You might set aside a certain time each week to engage in that group, certain time times of day. If you're a bigger company, you might actually assign somebody to do it. 
If you don't want to have to take this on and this burden yourself, when we get into the employee referral module, some companies, specifically my company, allows the and actually um, pushes our employees to engage and do the posting and do the engagement and answer the questions inside of these groups by giving them credit through the employee referral um, system for anybody who comes from that engagement, even if it's somebody that they don't actually know, that they just met online through one of these groups. So if you wanna take it to the next level and you don't wanna have to carry the burden of the workload, that is the final uh, kind of option that's available. Hopefully this makes sense to you and you have the, the an idea in your head of exactly how to go through step-by-step step of making this work. Um, below you'll find a link to download our, our guide and checklist along with the templates for conversation starters inside of the groups. Click on the link to download it and until next time, good luck hiring. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the 90 Days of Sourcing uh, podcast, mini-series, whatever you want to call it. Super excited for you to be along this ride and along this journey with us. Um, as you are, are listening to this, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast um, and, and watch for new episodes coming out in your email or from the podcast system or, or however you consume our content. Um, I would love, love, love to hear any questions, comments, concerns, feedback you have about today's podcast or any episode, to be honest, of any piece of content, whatever it is, or even to hear your specific challenges and pains you're struggling with sourcing. So if you want to give me some feedback, shoot me an email to Ryan Kohler at applicantpro.com. That's Ryan, R-Y-A-N, Kohler, like the faucet, K-O-H-L-E-R, at applicantpro.com. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time, good luck hiring. Yeah.